This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss polly brindle hello hello what is going on i mean listen i've been following your instagram you've been counting down the premiere of selling the oc and now it is here I know, I know. We're, we're right down to the crunch time. Everyone is so excited. Every single person that I've ever met in my life is like texting and messaging and being like, oh my God, I know you're on TV. And I am feeling a little bit overwhelmed and that, you know, I, it's just, it's all very positive though. Everyone is so excited. Uh, I've seen the show. It's a great show. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I don't really know what to do with myself. Are people just from your hometown in Northern England just coming out of the woodworks that you haven't spoken to in forever? Oh yeah, oh yeah. One one good one was actually a a, a friend, like an old friend from like kindergarten, like age. Her mum messaged me, being like, "Oh my god!" Blah, blah. And I'm like, "I don't even like. How do I know this person? I don't want to be rude and be like, I don't know you, but this is mental. Like it's it's absolutely mental." Did you get any advice like from Jason? I, I actually watched the whole thing too. I figured, you know, I'd watch the first episode in preparation of sitting down and chatting with you. No, there's no first episode. This all eight episodes, I could not stop. I binged them back to back and it was that like- That is what everyone who's seen it has said. It's very bingeable, especially the last four, in my opinion, really pop off. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, there's there's no one at one episode, and we'll go to get back to it later. It's a, it's a, you sit down, and and five hours later, you've been spat out, being like, "Holy!" Seriously, <laughs> I have a potty mouth, as you as you probably know. So I'm like, I'm trying not to swear. You can say anything you want here. I'm I'm from New York City, so I have a really bad mouth myself. Excellent. Did you get any advice from Jason though? You know, just having gone through this before, and you know, like just 
being in the public eye and kind of what to expect once all these episodes drop. Yeah, Jason, um, I'm very close with Jason as a friend too. He has been so helpful and he's so just like straightforward with things that, you know, I have a tendency to kind of like stress about things and be like, you know, and he's like, this is what it is. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. Speak to Mary. Speak to Cushel. And I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) Um, And yeah, Mary, Cushel and Amanza have, have all given me really great advice over the last kind of six, seven months. And um, yeah, I actually brought, brought, I was with Mary yesterday because I, I just got a listing in Marino del, del Rey, which is in LA. Uh, and I'm bringing her on with me because I think uh, joining forces with, with Mary is, a, is a, a great option to get the household. She, she's a you know, veteran at this and especially in the LA area. You know, I, I sell down in Orange County. So it's kind of nice to to meet the the two offices but she's been very very uh helpful too especially yesterday she was like okay this is what's gonna happen it's gonna be fine blah, 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 blah. so yeah I've, I've had great advice what's like one piece of advice either from like amanza or mary or chriselle that like sticks out and who gave it to you um actually mary um told me that you know like i can choose what I talk about or not because for me I'm like you know I want you know every experience and and I'm new at this so if someone asks me a question that isn't necessarily you know real estate related or the show related and it's personal like I can say do you know what like can we just talk about you know this or this or you know I I have which was good advice because I I feel like you know I don't want to get stuck in a situation where I feel uncomfortable but that is part and parcel of doing this you know it's putting ourselves in such a vulnerable position of you know the public are going to want to know about our lives too because we're putting it out there and so you know she's like you know you just gotta and you'll learn quickly about what you are comfortable talking about and what you're not and and it's okay if you don't want to talk about something you don't have to you know talk about things that you that you don't want which which for me was like okay good <laughs> you're like well no I mean we did learn a little bit about you know this season you opened up about like you know your ex and like how you found these pictures on his phone and like did you have any reservations you know just because like you said the public once you're on tv does want to know about all these very personal things and that's kind of a personal thing to share with the world yeah very personal but that for me um is just fact of how I've got to where I've got to because if that didn't happen I would you know have been married for 11 years at this point I would have you know potentially have had children not being in this world so in regards to you know explaining how I've got to where I've got I think it is an integral part of my story um and as well I I didn't have any reservations because you know I know a lot of people are in situations that um are similar and they don't have the confidence or you know the feeling that they can leave and you know they kind of stay in a situation that's not not great and you know if I inspire one person to get out of a bad situation by you know, opening up about my story, then I am more than happy with that, you know? Absolutely. Well, I know that you were discovered by a modeling scout at a young age. I mean, 
did that prepare you at all? You know, like starting to work, I, I mean, I just make up my own backstory, but I think starting to work like at a young age and like, you know, a difficult business also, because that helped you in real estate at all. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My, my whole different, I've lived about 15 different lives. It's, it's actually mental. You know, I, I was born and raised in a very tiny town in the North of England. Everyone knows everyone, you know, it's like everyone, my brother and my sister both married their school, a high school sweethearts. It's one of those places. Um, and I get randomly scouted. I was actually drunk in a pub when I was 15. <laughs> that's, the kind of, that's the kind of place that it was. But um, yeah, I got this opportunity to, to model. And um, 16, I finished high school and um, an agency in Paris wanted me to, to, to represent me over there. So I moved to Paris when I was 16. You know, it was, it's a different country different language and I was 16 years old and at the time I was like oh this is cool like you know whatever and then thinking back I'm like oh my god I was a baby but I was there for three years you know I went thinking oh I'll try for a couple of weeks and you know see see what's what happens and I ended up having you know success there I did Dior campaign I was doing you know all kinds of stuff that was just like wait what someone right gonna pay me to like just sit there and be quiet like this is great like I'm getting my hair and makeup done and I'm meeting all these cool people and yeah I had a lot of freedom growing up my parents um basically let me do what I want (laughs) so so there was no kind of you know I have to stay home or you know they they were very uh lax in their um uh what's the word you know I I wasn't I wasn't Required to go to university or I wasn't you know I could literally just kind of work it out by myself and I did and so yeah the experience of doing that I can be in any situation in any country with any type of person and find something that I can relate to I've lived in Paris Milan Barcelona Hamburg in Germany London I was financially independent from when I was 16 Um, you know I'm not from I'm not from money I actually paid my little brother through university so it's kind of mental now that it's yeah it's crazy <laughs> how did you end up in orange county then you know with all of that in your background well i w- i had been in london for six years after i uh, kind of had lived around europe met my uh, now ex-husband but we got married in England and we moved out here together um Ford modeling agency sponsored my visa out here so it was a very easy transition in regards to you know being able to work here um moved to LA uh, and our plan was to kind of settle down and have beach babies and um live the American dream and um that didn't end up happening as a married couple because, you know, as you know, we royally fucked that up. So, but because I was a visa holder, he had to leave America, which was fine by me. Uh, but then I stayed and uh, the, the divorce lasted four years. It was actually quite, uh, it was brutal time. And I had to stop modeling and I, you know, was scrambling for, for jobs because at that point I'd never had another job other than modeling. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. 
Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as <laughs> What are you waiting for? Go to indicloudco slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloudco slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love this freaking audience. Now, you guys know I've been talking about Dane products for a few weeks now. And you know what? You guys are not just listening. You guys are purchasing. And I know this because you're all slipping into my DMs, ladies, and telling me which Dane products you like the best and what you're doing with them. TMI, but you know what? Feel free to share because we're all family here, right? For anyone that hasn't heard yet or hasn't purchased, what are you waiting for? Dame products are designed to make you feel so good. It's really just that simple. I mean, who in life doesn't want to feel good? And there's so many options to choose from, like the Eva, which is a wearable couple's vibrator for hands-free fun. There's the Air, which stimulates with air pulses, well, to help get you there. There's the palm, it's pleasure in the palm of your hand. So many options, ladies. So listen, by listening to this podcast, you can go to dameproducts.com and you use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order. That's right, 15% off at dameproducts.com with code VELVETROPE. And yes, just like everyone else, once you purchase any of these products, feel free to slip into my DMs and tell me all about it. Enjoy, ladies. So, you know... I didn't have any experience in anything, but like I had a lot of life experience. So I was kind of like, how, how, how do I get a job? Like, I, I, I don't know, <laughs> like I've not had any experience in that. So right. ended up doing random stuff. Um, I managed an architecture firm. Um, I managed a restaurant. I was a bartender. I was a server. I did remote renderings uh, for a property company and I was uh, auditioning at the same time. So once that had all uh, gone down and the divorce finished, I was like, okay, regroup, what are we doing? Got through that. So quit the day jobs, focused on uh, auditioning again. And, you know, I'd, I'd continuously been represented by my, by, by my agency. So I was like, okay, I'll give it another year and, you know, see what, if anything lands. And then the pandemic happened. So everything stopped I was serving at Sunset Tower which is a, a hotel in LA and auditioned yeah. day and in literally overnight I'd lost you know the job so I was kind of like in my apartment at the time in Hollywood and 
isolating by myself for six months and I was just like you know what fuck this like I'm done with LA I'm done with entertainment I am moving down to the OC I'm getting my real estate license it's been on my radar for a really long time now I have the fourth stop that I needed to be able to actually study and get my license because it is a you know it's quite an extensive yeah. process to get the license. There's a lot of law involved. There's a lot of financial, you know, information. And I've never taken a test since high school. So I was kind of very, I was like, oh, I, this is difficult for me to, I don't know how to study, but past this time. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, I, that's how I ended up down here. Basically the pandemic, I was done with Hollywood and LA and moved down here to have a normal life and get a normal job. And this is, wow. this is where we are. <laughs> and then you ended up at the O group. I mean, even having spoken to like Jason and like you said, Mary, like, did you expect, cause we have drama right out of the gate. Like, did you expect all the drama that you encompassed in this first season? This is my first experience at a brokerage. Like I'm one of the newest agents and yeah, I got hired by Jason. I saw that they were opening up uh, an office down here. Obviously I'd heard of the show. It's so huge in England that all my friends and family, you know, have, have kind of like, you know, we the Open Arm Group is a is a globally well known brokerage. So when I saw that they were opening up, I was like, "This is perfect timing. I'm studying for my license, and I'll just and I'll work there." So I sent Jason an email, and it's like very serendipitous. But he ended up being down here, met me for a coffee, saw what he needed to see, and thought I'd be a good fit for the group. I had no idea about the show up until you know a couple of months later where he was like oh I why is your Instagram private because and I'm like oh it, it always has been like I've not I'm not like a you know it's all yeah. I've got too many weird exes and I don't want him to see what I'm doing and like all of that shit so he was like well you need to change it to public because I'm introducing you to production we're doing another show we're doing a new show down here and I was like oh I'm gonna be on this fucking show like I know that like I'm on brand for the show you, know? you are <laughs> so now I'm on the show so it's kind of like the 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 drama just is very real and it's it, it has been there kind of since the beginning so it was just the same but with with cameras which d- does elevate certain aspects of it but yeah I wasn't surprised at the show. <laughs> No, you, you are very on brand. Look, you're very close to, you know, Alex Hall and like, you know, Sean and Brandy. But look, one person you're not close to is Alex Jarvis, Jarvis and Rose. What is it about Jarvis and Rose? I mean, I've watched the whole, the all eight episodes. Like, what is it about them that just rubs you the wrong way? I just feel like they, they're so condescending. They think that they are better than everyone else. They look at, I the show actually doesn't really explain in because it would just take so long you know I think it does a good job of like showing that obviously we don't like each other but for me I get along with anyone I am friendly to everyone until I get disrespected or you know if I don't like something I will say it I don't carry you know that around but they continuously have looked down on me and you know other people in in the office which doesn't really sit well with me and so you know we're like oil and water we do not get on they're not my kind of people I think they're super stuck up and I I you know I'm happy for their success their success means that the open arm group succeeds I like nothing better than a celebration 
Like I love celebrating other people's wins. I love celebrating my wins. I love celebrate. I just, I love a celebration. And it's a real shame that they've made it so that no one wants to celebrate their wins. And it's, and it's not just a me thing, you know, no one wants to celebrate their wins, which is the shame. I mean, that's what it seemed like. I mean, we did have this situation where, you know, you said you hated Jarvis and that she was the worst person in the world that you've ever met. Well, yeah, that is accurate. I stand by that. Like I, she is awful. My experience, like my experience is that she's terrible. Like I tried to bond with her in the beginning. She made it very clear that she wanted nothing to do with me. And so I was like, okay, well, cool. Like I'm good. I don't need, I don't need you to be my friend. Like hopefully we can have a professional relationship. Um, But then, yeah, that turned out kind of sour you know I brought a client a legitimate 10 million buyer client to to one of her listings and thought you know this could be a good fit you know hopefully we can keep it civil but as soon as he left she started shit with me and I'm not taking that so have you guys ever done a deal together in the real world no 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 um I I obviously if you know she's got a listing or a buyer and if I've got and if it's the right fit absolutely fine I yeah I, I we've not we've not and I don't foresee us as working together in the future so if I asked you to say three nice things about Jarvis can you say one two or three um I'm sure, I heard she's a good cook, uh, which is great. Um, that's a, that, that's a good thing. She's very good at her job. Like she's very successful. She's great. She's, she's a successful agent, yeah. Do you think like that Jarvis brings down Rose? Like do you have as much of a problem with Rose? Like is it? Or is it the two of them together? Like, would Rose be okay? Rose is a different kind of uh, person. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they've that, that they've paired together at all. Um, but with Rose, she she it's a very it, it was kind of weird that she came to the Oppenheim Group with rumors about herself, and then started saying that other people were saying these rumors about her. And it was kind of like, well, you said that about yourself. Like, what, like, why are you trying to start shit with people? And I don't know whether it was her trying to get screen time or what, but that's kind of the underlying, you know, and obviously on the show, you can't talk about the show. So, you know, that kind of is the underlying issue that, you know, she got, like she, she kind of meddled in stuff and made stuff up about herself and then blamed other people for doing that when that was not accurate at all. The whole rumor is about like that she kind of slept her way to the top, which is implied. That rumor. That's why I was just like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, so it, it, for me, I'm like, good for them. Like they, you know, they got on the show, they did this, they were doing business, good for them. I have no, you know, I have no vendetta against watching, seeing them fail. I wish them 
the best. Like I want them to be really successful. Good for them. But just don't start shit with anyone else. Cause I won't. I you're won't. not, you're not here for it. No. You know, everyone always asks me like how I deal with the internet trolls, like all the listeners who have something to say about the housewives and leave negative comments all day on Instagram. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm really serious when I say that the comments don't bother me at all. And the only reason why is because I've worked on my mental health. I mean, mental and physical health, there's really nothing more important because when you work on yourself and you have that clear mind, Nothing can bother you. You're comfortable. You're happy inside. And the long-term effects of therapy and working on your mental health really can help strengthen your relationships and give you a more positive outlook on life. And for my mental health, I've turned to Talkspace because, listen, first of all, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. But really, I love that I can reach out to my therapist and get my therapy and work on myself from anywhere in the world. You don't have to wait for an appointment or go into an office. And their licensed therapists are trained to handle just a variety of specialties. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. What about, you know, we also saw you get really upset, you know, and I imagine, you know, with this whole thing with Kayla and Kayla tried to kiss Tyler three times you know, and the, you know, do you think you overreacted, or do you, and do you think your well, own past that, like, and I do say it on the show, it wasn't a kiss, and then, and, and it kind of is, is said that it's a kiss. It it was more than that, and you know, my my reaction and my feelings towards that were very um, normal for the actual situation. So that makes sense. I mean. Tyler is married, so I mean, there is yeah. that. So I mean, and and for me, it's you know, yeah, I'm not okay with that behavior. And and when I'm involved by you do acting that way in front of me, I I'm allowed to say that I don't agree with what you're doing. Like totally. Yeah. When you watch the show back, like you know, just speaking of Rose, like we see this scene where you know it comes out that she kind of grew up, like you know, from nothing, and you know, like her mother's like on drugs. I knew, and she- I knew that of her, yeah, I knew that of her. Like when we first started working together, like I went to her birthday party, I was friends with her, like I was trying to bond with everyone separately, on you know, to work out, you know, which connections are, you know, a a real connection um like I do in my life this whole this whole job and industry is about relationships and I'm not about to uh, like just disliking someone for no reason you know we went out to brunches we went I celebrated her birthday with her and and it was when filming started did she then change the vibe so that for me I'm like okay no I I'm not playing that game you know what happens when the vibe changes when you start filming? Once the show comes out and everyone knows your name and everyone's stopping you guys, it only gets worse. So whoever's already changed, I imagine it's just going to get worse. Well, I, that's going to be such, so weird. I don't, know whether I, I don't know whether I'm prepared for that. Like, how do you prepare for that? I know that other people, like, people are, like, you know, messaging me and stuff. But, like, I feel like the coming up to me will be weird but I don't know I think it might take a while I don't think it's gonna be I don't know I don't know I might be (laughs) 
I want again, I watched all eight episodes, so I don't know if it's gonna be a while. I think it's gonna be pretty instantaneous. I know they're nuts for the show in England, so that's gonna be different for me. And production actually actually said um that because I'm the English and I'm like a true Brit. I'm a true Brit. So hopefully I'm well received by England. I don't know. And myself, I'm I'm a chick from the north of England and you know this is who I am um so they actually said before it airs after we finish filming you have to go back to England just because it's not going to be the same after the show comes out so I did that I went back in June and I was just like okay this is this feels weird this feels and then last week I did a huge interview and, and a cover like I, I think I got the cover I don't know of a of the Daily Mail UK magazine that has a reach of like 23 million people over there and I'm just like uh. <laughs> everyone's gonna be asking you I mean it seems like the season ended though with you and Kayla I mean you guys had this bump but it seems like you guys ended kind of on a positive okay note like, honestly we're fine like I we had our issues, obviously, you know, she wasn't happy, whatever. Like I, I wasn't happy, she wasn't happy and we are fine. Like we're, we, uh, we, we socialize together in a group. Yeah, we don't have much in common as a, as a pair. Like I don't think I would spend, you know, we, we wouldn't organize and go out just me and Kayla, but I see her very often in the office, in social situations, in like I would happily work with Kayla on a deal. If I, we have no issues. Who are you closest to in the office? Um, I'm really close to nearly everyone. Like I really am. Brandy and Lauren are awesome. Um, I you know, hang out with them and, and their partners. We we do sh- stuff together. Sean, I'm close with. Tyler, Austin, Alex Hall. Gio is great. Gio's wife, Tiff, is great. Uh, Gio's mum's awesome. Love her. So literally, I get on I get on with everyone apart from Rosie Jarvis. Well, you did introduce us to this game, Snog, Mary, Void, which, yes, we have a different version here in the US, but you did introduce us to that. And you said you would snog Tyler, marry Sean and void Geo. Right. I mean, it was, I honestly wouldn't, wouldn't choose to avoid anyone, but that's the game. That so is the game. Of anyone, like it was a toss up actually with snogging Tyler or Austin because they're like hot guys, you know, Sean is great. I could marry Sean. And then, yeah, the only one left is Gia. Listen, they're all hot. You know, this is what we're getting from selling the OC that we don't get from selling Sunset. I am all here for this this office eye candy. Bring it on. Who would you you snog Mario or Void? I would probably snog Sean. And probably in a... I don't know. I'd, I'd probably marry Tyler and maybe avoid Geo, but I love Geo. I love Geo, but the, the game is unfortunately, the, like in my like opinion, there's hotter, and I'm just gonna marry Sean. So you know, he unfortunately is is last to, on on the list. Well, they're all married except for Sean. And, you know, from doing a deep dive on your Instagram, which I've done before sitting down with you, you know, you and Sean are together a lot. So is there anything 
Is there anything you want to tell us here today, Polly? No, Sean likes boys. I, I thought he liked both. I thought he went yeah, for both. Yeah, but, but I mean, for, for me, that's, I, it, it, he, we are not romantically involved at all. And I read a thing that apparently he's my ex-husband, which would be very weird. <laughs> It's like fake news started already. No, that's not true. It is out there. It is very confusing. I never believed that that was true. But yes, if you Google your name and there is this whole thing with like, who is your ex-husband and Sean comes up and there's a thousand pictures of him, which I knew wasn't true, but I think it's someone. My ex-husband is literally nobody. (laughs) What about you know, what is your type? Like if I said, just like, let's talk about like, not in terms of personality, just in terms of looks in Hollywood, like who do you, who's kind of your type? Uh, I like a big guy. I like a big guy, you know, kind of a Jason Momoa, Chris Hemsworth. I like a thick neck. Um, you know, I like, I like to feel little. Um, I like height, you know, six, if it's if it starts with a five, there's absolutely no way. Um, just just for like this is purely like yeah. shallow and and visual. Uh, yes, six four or six five is my ideal. And okay. I like a big guy. Okay. Dark hair, green eyes. Are you currently dating anyone now? I am not. I have, I have been single for. Uh, just over 18 months actually it's been so nice I started two new careers with the filming as well which wasn't expected but I was married for a long time my divorce lasted ages I just dated you know I've had serious boyfriends since then I just wanted a break and it and it was definitely by choice I was like I don't need any distractions like this is a really important time in my life and I don't want any distractions so I am I am kind of getting back into the feeling that okay well maybe I could start dating again um re re-signed up on Raya a couple of weeks ago so I'm back on there but it's I don't I'm more of an in-person person I just find it you know pretty sad that like I'm swiping on people and it's like oh but this guy might have great banter this guy we might have really good chemistry and then I'm like oh but then it's overwhelming with all of the stuff that you've got to yeah it's like a job in itself and I and I've not had time but I'm definitely well, up to- I was gonna say well you're in a very social job you know you can meet people through work yeah I am I'm actually being set up on a date with a, a property developer actually it's through a friend uh and so I'm I am going on a date next week and I'm like okay well 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 we'll see could be good yeah. for business could be good for personal well, I thought, you know if, if there's no chemistry then it is good for business you know he's a property developer and I'm a realtor so <laughs> you totally. know it's not, it, it t- kind of takes the pressure off of like oh you know this is somewhat of a blind date I don't really know much about him he doesn't really know much about me. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of going in thinking it's it's more like a business meeting, but we'll see. Who do you think other than yourself and Jason, like who do you think is the best agent in the office? Like if you were going to go buy a house or you had a house that you needed to sell, who would you yeah, trust it to? Good question. 
honestly, all of them are, are pretty solid. Like to work for the Oppenheim Group, you can't be, a, you have to know what you're doing, you know? It's just about who you have the best relationship with. And I get on with a lot of them. So I'd be happy with, G I'd be happy with Gio. I'd be happy with Brandy, Alex Hall, knows her shit, Lauren, Austin, Tyler. I, I, I would be happy with any of these guys. Like they're, they know their shit. They're good at what they do. They close a ton of business and yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy with any of those guys. Any of them except Jarvis and Rose, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's what I got the sense of. Yeah. You're, it's such subtle hints that we don't get on, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> who would you say you know just knowing you know listen this show stands on its own we don't need to make you know tons of comparisons to selling sunset because this show is so freaking great on its own but who would you say is like the christine of you know she was the villain of selling sunset who would you say is the villain of the kind of christine quinn of the oc office well people ask me that and i'm i it's such a difficult question because even when you go back and watch uh, season one of Selling Sunset, she, Christine wasn't the standout villain. She kind of morphed into this very toxic, uh, negative personality within within that group. So I feel like it's a way and see who that person is because I, I I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, I've got my thoughts of you know, Jarvis is for me for me a villain like she just has the air of that type um so I don't know maybe it's Jarvis maybe it's Rose maybe it's you know a wild card maybe it's you know maybe it's Austin <laughs> it's not Austin <laughs> no but you have a good point you're right like you know I wouldn't even think of it like that but you are right like it wasn't so clear season one when this all started that she was the villain it kind of just all went to a head a bit and I don't know I, I I feel like there there definitely is some people in the office down here who have potential for this to go to their heads and to, for them to turn into someone that they're not and I uh, I don't think that's me I think I have been around you know stuff like this for long enough not to get too wrapped up in it I I understand LA and and the entertainment industry and I'm you know I'm not falling over myself to go to the opening of an envelope and calling but like I don't I don't really care <laughs> you know so um it'll be interesting to see who who kind of takes on that that persona and uh yeah their ego gets the better of them there's, is there is there anyone that comes to the top of your head that you think could be in that category I mean well I mean in my opinion Rose Jarvis for sure but maybe it's a, a duo or of, but who knows? Like, I don't know. Maybe they have seen the show and they're like, oh, actually, we didn't know the full side of the story because, you know, like I was saying to them, like, why are you bringing this, the Kayla thing up to me? Because number one, me and Kayla are fine. And number two, like, you're saying that she tried to kiss him and that's not the story. So, like, if you want to open this up again and, go through it but I'm telling you that's not what that's not what happened and it's not hearsay because I saw it so <laughs> like don't start shit of stuff that you don't know and I, so maybe they've watched that and they're like oh 
that was accurate. We didn't know the, the, the true side of the story. So, but I've had, I've had no, con I've had no phone calls or texts or, you know, whatever. So I, I think they're, I think they're happy with how they're portrayed on the show, which is actually exactly how they like. <laughs> who would you say is like the Chriselle of the this office? You know, kind of like America's sweetheart, kind of like gets along with everybody. I don't know. I mean, I get along with everyone, but so does everyone in our kind of side of the, you know, Brandy gets along with everyone. I wouldn't want to cross Brandy. Like she, you know, can be scary if you piss her off. Like I wouldn't want to piss her off. Um Laura, I don't know. I, I, that's a bit like there's really no comparison in in with characters or people who work in the LA office to people that were down here. You know, we are all very different. That's good. But everyone is asking about who is the, who is this person, who is this person. Like we're our own thing. Like we'll and yeah. Well, what about this then? I mean, I'm just saying the Mary because she is quote unquote Jason's favorite. That's the, I mean, does Jason have a favorite of the OC office? I don't know. You'll have to ask him. I think probably the person who brings in the most money. <laughs> I was just going to say, or does it change by the day based on who brings in the most money? Yeah, I think he's a, you know, he's got different, like everyone in, in life has, have, have a different kind of relationship with, with each person, you know, and he obviously respects everyone and and gets along with everyone he's hired them to to represent his brokerage so um yeah i think you know he enjoys us all and for for different things you know i know that you know i bring like a lot of fun to stuff and i'm i'm kind of you know less about the let's work 24 7 and more like let's really bond as a as an office and you know get this office cult I'm like the office culture pioneer I'm like this is gonna be great let's all hang out together and let's build these relationships and you know he enjoys that and he's a businessman and he can see that it is beneficial to to the office to have these bonding um you yeah. know celebrations of each other and and things like that totally as we two final kind of things were you I'm sorry I talk so much no <laughs> I would talk to you all day but I mean you're busy and you've got a lot of other things to do according to I mean I know you were going on auditions before according to your IMDB were you Chris Hemsworth's girlfriend in a scene in Rush I was I made out with him for two days it was the best two days of my life honestly getting stubble rash from Thor was so good that I was just like this is awesome this is literally the best ever we shared a trailer he's the nicest guy ever I yeah I got I got cast by Ron Howard Ron Howard is an amazing guy he like tweeted a picture of me and like I was just like oh my god this is crazy um Nina Gold also was in the casting process who cast Game of Thrones um so yeah that was a pretty cool gig I was gonna say if you like tall I mean based on your type that sounds like a Chris Hemsworth to me yeah, I mean, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for me, not for him, very happy for him. He's been uh, happily married for years and years. He actually got, we actually found out when we were sharing a trailer that we got married at exactly the same day uh, and exactly the same year, but unfortunately two different people. So <laughs> he's still 
very happily married and he is a lovely guy he's just a, a stand-up gorgeous lovely human well perhaps you should send him a dm and let him know that you know th- this, this freshman season of selling the oc is out and perhaps he should watch it i mean i mean i do have friends on his social media management team so maybe <laughs> that could be I, I know people everywhere and that could that could uh i i, I could slip into his dms and it and it be read for sure what about you know there are a lot of shows in the oc do you know any of the oc housewives like having i think kelly dodd came to the opening i actually don't watch any reality tv i don't i never i never have done because guess what you start one episode and then five hours later you get sucked in you're like oh my god like i don't have time to get sucked into a show which is exactly what reality tv does because it's awesome I've, I've i love island uk i got sucked in last year or the year before and i lost 42 days of my life um and then yeah selling sunset obviously i watched binged when i got cast on the show because i was like okay well i need to kind of see what this is about because i'm signed up for it now um and the kardashians which is a is a different thing altogether who doesn't love the Kardashians? Right. I love, I, I think they're amazing. Well, you have a new season of Selling Sunset, which will be coming. We have season six and seven coming. Are you, before we wrap up final two questions, are you shocked that Christine is not going to be on Selling Sunset anymore? Oh, absolutely not. I feel like she, uh, like I said, I think that the ego went to a head a bit. I think she sabotaged her own opportunities by the things she was saying and, and doing and she's cut her own nose off despite her face. And I, and I, and I don't think she ended up being a very towards the end before she left. I don't think she was a positive addition to, to the brokerage. So, you know, it's not surprising or shocking that she's, she's no longer continuing not only with the open eye group, but with the show because she, kind of you know went kind of a bit mental I'm not so shocked either (laughs) and final question like what do you want people to take away from you you know as they watch the show we've seen you close this deal with this very stoic woman you know that you didn't think was going to buy the property I mean that's why I love watching this show because and you like learn a lot from the show I never realized like a three percent commission was almost impossible when the listing price is so big see I, I feel like I've learned some things just from watching this first season but what do you want people to take away it's educational and I love how much they actually go into it on our season that you know we talk about the different nuances within a transaction which is a deal um and you know the kind of peaks and troughs of getting a a deal done and the different dynamics of relationships between agents and you know the the money aspect because we work 100% on commission you know it's kind of uh yeah it's it's a stressful world to kind of put food on the table but it's what I've always done modeling was the same you know it was feast or famine so which actually famine worked well for my mother. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it, you know, it was it was kind of all or nothing, which is what I've spent my whole life doing. So it's very familiar territory for me in that in that regards. But it, 
also it's dealing with people's personalities and it's informative and I love it I love that they're you know showing that we we actually do work and we actually do it really hard and it's a big deal to us you know it's a big deal for me to sell a 2.7 million dollar home like that's a huge win so yeah and, and one that's falling apart at that so I know. I mean, if, Hey, if anyone has a fixer that they're struggling to sell and, you know, they speak with uh, agents that are like, Oh, I only do 10 million or I only do 20 million. Bring them over here. I can shift it. I can shift it. I can sell anything. I can see that. Well, listen, it's been great watching you. You know, I, congratulations, much success. You have to come back next season. Where can everyone find you just who wants to maybe buy a home in the OC area? Where, where can they reach out? Well, I'm OC LA. I'm, I'm licensed in the whole of California. So I am, I am down. You know, I, I live in Newport Beach. That's where I'm based. But like I said, I just got a listing in Marina Del Rey in LA and bringing Mary on board. So, hey, I'm, I'm got a car. I can drive and I will sell. <laughs> I love it. Well, everyone needs to contact you. Thank you so much. It's been so enjoyable watching you and feel free to come back anytime. Thank you. I'm so glad that you liked the show. Loved I, it. Yeah, I, it was a fun, it was a fun time. No problem. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.